0: This is episode 373, Listening to Your Gut Even When Other People May Disagree, with Hannah. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Or I should say, aloha. Still in Hawaii. We're actually leaving tomorrow. And it, it's so interesting traveling with a kid versus not a kid. Usually, I pack the night before, get up early, and pack. I, I think I'm spending pretty much the whole last day packing. Oh, goodness, because she's on solid foods now, and so we're pureeing and getting all her food ready for the eight-hour flight, God bless us, back to Texas, where we will be grounded for a while. And we've got a pretty cool thing coming up in Texas that I want to let you all know about, and it's going to be available virtually as well. So my husband, Stephanos, some of you may or may not know that he is a breathwork facilitator. And last month, he started something called Breathwork for the Feminine which is a live breathwork experience for women only. And you can join live in Austin. The next one is going to be November 7th in Austin, or you can join virtually as well. He leads the breathwork, and then we both do coaching and processing afterwards. We did it for the first time in September, and it was just phenomenal. So really, really encourage you to join either live November 7th or virtually, and this will be a monthly thing as well. You can go to sefandoscom slash feminine, and that link will be in the show notes, but I'll spell his name, S-T-E-F-A-N-O-S-S-I-F-A-N-D-O-S.com slash feminine and register there. Again, live in Austin, November 7th, or you can join us via live stream, November 7th. The time is 6 to 9 PM central. StefanoSafandos.com slash feminine. And I love being a part of this. I love watching my husband hold space for the feminine. And I Obviously, love the coaching, the questions, and the sharing that happens afterwards. The reason that he decided to do this is so that women can come together and just be in that that safety of other women and also start to feel safe with the masculine as well. Like I said, our September event was awesome and really encourage you to, to join us for the next one. So today's topic I really love because I know a lot of you often question your intuition. Question if you really are listening to your intuition or it's fear or it's your mind. And maybe you have got feelings or you have a strong opinion about something, but other people are doubting you. And you just want to get to the place where you're just freaking trusting your own inner knowing. And Hannah has made a really powerful decision. And My coaching call was supporting her and feeling really empowered in that decision. So, as you're listening to this call, consider have you recently made a decision that other people are doubting? And now you're like, Ooh, do I need to doubt myself? Do you have a habit of people pleasing or being a chameleon and going against what you really want and just doing whatever you think you need to do? Do you doubt that you even have intuition and don't know how to connect to that part of you? P.S. In 2023, I will be launching a course with a friend of mine on how to tune into your intuition, how to turn up the volume of it, and how to really tune into it. So if you're wanting to connect more deeply to your intuition, that live course is coming probably spring 2023. And finally, do you need to have even stronger boundaries with certain people in your life? So keep these questions in mind as you listen to my coaching call with Hannah. Before we dive in, I want to thank my sponsor. Maybe you've heard me talk about them before, Caraway Cookware. Good looking, clean cooking. I freaking love this company because all of their cooking materials are non toxic. They're made without any toxic materials like PFASs, PTFEs, PFOAs. I don't know what any of those things stand for, but they're not good. <laughs> their ceramics' naturally slick surface means minimal oil or butter for slide off the pan, eggs, and easy cleaning. So it's easy cooking. And over twenty five thousand people have raved about their Caraway Kitchen products, including myself. I am a stickler about using non toxic products. I don't like to use any plastic. I like to make sure all of Athena's clothes are one hundred percent cotton, as much as my own as possible as well. And now I I live life. I don't live life like. Oh my god, totally paranoid and petrified of of any chemicals, but where I can make changes that are easy to make, I'm going to do it. If I can go the non-toxic route, I'm going to do it. But sometimes, when you go the natural non-toxic route, it's not as good quality. Deodorant comes to mind. <laughs> like I love me some natural deodorant, but if I am given a keynote or I'm doing something where I know I'm going to sweat a lot, I, sometimes I got to use the chemical stuff because it just works better. Well, not so much with cookware. In Caraway, I have finally found my cookware set that is non-toxic and is easy to use because I've tried other non-toxic cookwares and it just, it's so hard to clean and they scrape easily and your eggs stick to the pan and they're really, really heavy. I just haven't liked them. I've spent a lot of money on non-toxic cookware and I'm done. Now I just use Caraway seriously. So if you want 10% off your next purchase, go to carawayhome.com slash over it, C-A-R-A-W-A-Y H-O-M-E dot com slash over it. Take advantage of this limited time 10% offer off your next purchase. Use over it at checkout as well. Again, com slash over it. Use over it at checkout for your 10% off. Enjoy. All right. Now onto my coaching call with Hannah. Hannah,
1: welcome to the show. How can I help? Hi. I just wanted to start off by just saying thank you uh, for having me. Mm -hmm pleasure. So I kind of have uh, a situation. So I have a tubal ligation surgery uh, scheduled in December. Um, This is something that I've been trying to get done for years. Um, I've never really been one who have wanted children. Um, And as it's getting closer, I'm noticing um, just some kind of voices kind of pop up in my head. And it brings emotion up because it's just kind of like, um, you know, what's wrong with you? You know, kind of these whispers of, you know, you're broken. And I Mm. have been doing personal development for a long time. I'm not broken. There is nothing wrong with me. But it's a situation that it's very much, you know, kind of going against the grain, so to speak, of just kind of what is, quote unquote, normal in society. And. I'm the oldest child um, and pretty much the only one left that's not married or has kids. And, you know, I do get a lot of pushback from, from family of, oh, well, you'll change your mind. And um, they don't know about the surgery because I just personally don't think it's any of their business. Um, Correct. But yeah, I was just trying to try to get some help with kind of these feelings that come up as well as. You know, I, I trust my choice and it's my choice and I'm very excited for it. But as it gets closer, I'm just kind of noticing just some of this pressure that I, I just don't know where it's coming from. Mm.
0: It's both the internal pressure and the external pressure. Yes. Okay. 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 And just backing up and I, I'm not, I totally support your decision, but I think this just helps me get a whole picture. Why are you deciding to have a, the surgery? <laughs>
1: um there's a few factors that go into it i you know when i was single i'm in a stable relationship now with my with my soulmate and uh i just i've never wanted kids and even when i was dating i would kind of have these these relationships or situationships that would come up and they would want kids and every time it ended there was just this big relief inside my body of oh thank god it didn't work uh, there's multiple facets i've just i've never i've never liked kids I've never felt the urge to have them. And there is part of this, I will mention, you know, the Roe versus Wade thing. I mean, I'm I'm really scared that mm-hmm. something's going to happen to me and that I'm not going to have a choice but to mm-hmm. carry on with pregnancy. Okay, You know, pregnancy has never been a thing. I just, I, it's just been a full body no from me for, for most of my life.
0: Okay. So having this procedure brings you a sense of relief. Yes. And feels very self-honoring to you. Yes. Okay, beautiful. I so want to commend you for really knowing who you are and what you want. That's beautiful. And part of why this is so hard is because in your life, not enough people did that for you, Hannah. Not enough yeah. people like trusted your decisions and let you make your choices and didn't question you on them. Oh, but I get the sense when I feel into you, I get the sense that you're actually quite intuitive. And you're someone that really knows what you want. And for you in life, there often isn't a lot of gray area. Of course, we all have our gray areas in some areas of life, but that you just know. And a big part of your journey on this planet has been questioned. And so you sort of lost touch with that part of you, which then makes you question yourself. Mm. But can you feel that part I'm talking about? Like that part of you that just knows? what she wants and not just regarding children, but that you just, you just know. Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. And can you see how, when it isn't what other people think you should do or what other people are doing, you've gotten pushback.
1: Yes, I can.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like you're in a phase of personal development that I call stop caring what other people think. (laughs) I was gonna drop an f-bomb there but I edited myself
1: (laughs) yeah yeah you're you're right and um yeah I mean I I never really kind of thought about it but I can kind of track that from yeah from childhood really it's always been you know be the perfect one stay in you know stay in between the lines do what you say and you're not going to get in trouble and um you know whenever I did do what I wanted Unless it wasn't within whoever's ideal, ideal, it was always pushback and it just never felt safe. And so, and I've always struggled, um, always struggled with um, making decisions for myself, you know, without second guessing mm-hmm. them because of what other people might think. <laughs>
0: right. Right. And that's the thing, not because you second guess yourself, but because of what other people may think.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, how do I kind of reinstate that, that safety, I guess, of just, this is what I want, I guess, and not e- even in this decision, but kind of moving forward. Cause I, I just feel like I get stuck in that. Mm-hmm. And then my brain almost kind of puts it in a loop and it's just tiring.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. I understand. Well, one of the ways that you get out of it is you don't talk to many people about decisions you make, you just make your choices don't run them by other people and don't share with other people what you're doing. So like this choice you're making for the procedure is a very, very, very personal choice. Why does anyone need to know?
1: Right. And I'm actually have only told like the closest people to me that, that support me. And yeah, it's, it's something that I've held close and I probably won't tell anybody. Great,
0: great, great. So where are you feeling the pressure?
1: um from my mother um is probably the biggest one so she knows um, well she doesn't know but i will never tell her uh mm-hmm. she's we don't have the best relationship mm-hmm. she's an alcoholic and she's very unpredictable and she and i just we just don't have a relationship and it's always been you know when are you going to give me a grandchild and i'm like i'm not and i would tell her i'm like i'm not having kids And she was, you know, and she'll say things like, well, you're not my daughter. And I'm like, okay, well, then I guess I'm not because it's Mm -hmm. my choice and I'm not doing it. And Mm -hmm. it just becomes just too emotionally Mm -hmm. difficult. And I'm just like, I just, and then it just turns into an argument. And it's like, I'm not, and I would just tell her like, she hates, she can't handle boundaries. And when I set them, she's just freaks out. And I'm like, I'm just going to walk away now because I'm not going to going to argue. And, um, yeah,
0: well, people that don't respect boundaries, we have to create distance
1: from them. Yes. Yes. And, um, as far as other pressures, you know, there, there've been, I got really excited, you know, when I finally got it, got it scheduled and, um, you know, I, I kind of did go in this phase of telling everybody and I kind of realized at the beginning people are like, well, are you sure? Like this is, this is permanent. Um, I mean, even from the doctor, I mean, I went and got a referral. You know, I've been seeing my doctor for years and every year I'd asked her. And this year she was like, well, you're over 30. And she's like, you know, now you can do it. And she's like, we'll give, give you a referral. And I was like, okay. And even from when I went into the doctor's office for the referral, you know, I'd seen him before. And as soon as I mentioned the surgery, you know, his, his posture got really defensive. And I, I just went, went out on my said, I'm not going to change my mind. This is what I want. I did mention the Roe versus weight. I said, I would like to to do this before the rights over my body become not my rights because I fear that's where we might be someday. And I don't want kids. And he it took about ten minutes of me just rambling, and he was like, "All right, you've thought long and hard about it, and right. and I'll schedule it." And it was just I walked out of there with just such a sense of relief and and a bit of empower, empowerment because yeah. I, I stood up for myself. I yeah. said, "Look, I'm I'm doing this."
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that is very empowering. And I'm glad that you felt a sense of relief. And that goes to show, you know, that you, you know what you want in this. And I understand the doctor's questioning because that's their job. You know, they have to protect themselves from being sued. A lot of people's decisions to not have children come from reactive or traumatic places. But it really is like, it's interesting to me because if a man says, I don't want kids, he's questioned a lot less than if a woman says it. And yeah. I want to be a voice saying, Hannah, like if that is what you know that you want, I totally trust you. And I have zero questions about it. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a place to get to inside yourself. And when we, you know, cause you listen to the show and you just know how life works. When we are running a story in our head about something, we attract it. So if you're running a story about, you know, my decisions are questioned not supported in my decisions, I'm not empowered in my decisions, then that's what comes in. I think it's a combination of that and doctors covering their bases. So Mm -hmm. in your question of, you know, how can I become more confident in my decisions and be, you know, free from any of the pressures, I come back to the chapter on you stop caring what other people think. Yeah. You did that your whole life. And especially growing up with a parent who's an alcoholic It's a constant putting your needs aside because of the unpredictability of the parent. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And so you didn't really have time to stop and think about what do I need? What do I want? It was only is mom sober or not? And here's what I need to do if she's not. Yeah. So decisions for you were made from a very reactive place it was like what do I need to do in this moment so when you're faced with a proactive decision it feels a little weird yeah. mm-hmm. what were you gonna say
1: you know I, I was just I was just agreeing because it, it's just making a lot of sense I um I never um quite viewed it that way of being in a reactive state all the way all the time so that just brought a lot of clarity yeah
0: yeah. What clarity? I w- I'd love you to hear. Repeat back to me what you're hearing, not because I don't think you're listening. I just want to make sure I'm conveying it correctly.
1: Yeah. yeah no. It, it's just, um, you know, it's it's what my nervous system's comfortable with, right? It's it's you you grew up and, and it's planned five steps ahead. What's the situation that we need to be in right. to to plan? And I was always a you know, when's the when's the other shoe going to drop? And so this decision. I think it's probably the first really big decision where I've made wholly for myself. And it makes sense now that um, it just felt so uncomfortable because I never realized that um, being so sure with something could feel this uncomfortable in my body.
0: Unfamiliar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How does it feel uncomfortable?
1: I guess, um, I always do really well in like kind of chaos, like mm-hmm. chaotic situations. Mm-hmm. And so just feeling safe in my body, um, there's just, it's something that I'm actively still just trying to get used to just feeling, um, you know, normally I'd get physiological signs, shortness of breath, increased mm-hmm. heart rate. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd shake a lot and, you know, I really, really tuned into my body when I made this decision of, you know, are you, are you all the way in? Is there any sort of hesitancy? Because we can reschedule it. You know, we can push Good it. For you. Um, and it was just no, like, this is what we want. Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah. How beautiful is this? How beautiful mm. that you are breaking through a huge, huge trauma of having a dysregulated system from an unpredictable parent basically your whole life. And dysregulated system, meaning dysregulated nervous system, and that you were able to come to that place of calm and get really clear on what you want and need. Because, again, because of the parenting you had, your needs were not put first. And it, it it's very dysregulating. And you're breaking that pattern. And that's huge. That's huge.
1: Yeah, And, I, yeah. and I'm extremely proud of myself for mm.
0: it yeah and anytime we break a pattern, it feels weird too, and there can be some of that uneasiness so I just want to make sure I'm answering your question. Have I answered your question about the pressures?
1: Yes, yes, yeah it's kind of just been kind of like a wide lens on it and it it it's helping me because I'm able to kind of connect the dots and and even right now, my body's just completely relaxed and and it's kind of just almost like the fog is lifted, so to speak, because yeah. um, I, I was worried. I was like, oh, am I coming into this, this conversation for permission? And it's like, no, I just wanted your insight because you're somebody that I've been following for a long time mm-hmm. and I really look up to. It. And it's just like I, I knew there would be some sort of kind of clarity. And I feel like I've gotten that.
0: Well, thank you. And I also want to point out to you that you're speaking to someone who's not questioning you. Like I asked a couple questions out of curiosity. Mm -hmm. But I never once asked you if you're sure.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I didn't even realize that. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: And so part of you breaking this pattern is you're going to have to teach people how to hear you and teach people how to give you what you need. So for example, if you were doing this with me, you would have come on this call and said, Christine, it's really important that you don't ask me the question, am I sure? Because I'm sure about my decision. I just want to be, I want to talk about some of the pressures and the things that are coming up for me around it. So my request is that I'm not asked if I'm sure about the decision because I am. Okay. And I'm just using that as an example, but with people in your life, this is how you're going to need to start teaching them how to treat you.
1: Okay. Okay. Because otherwise. I am just hear you say that. It's very uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) How so? Uh, I don't know. I guess it felt very foreign, you know, of like, I can talk to people like that. (laughs) You can. Yeah.
0: You can. And I, because I don't have any weird codependence with you or or a and I also have worked on myself enough to be able to hear you, the way I would receive that is great. I know exactly what you need. I love it when people tell me what they need. I love it. I love it.
1: So so do I, because it's, I love helping people. And if you know exactly what they need, then it just makes it easier.
0: Yeah. So much easier. So keep that in mind when you're making that request of other people, keep in mind how much you love it. Keep in mind how much you love the clarity and be like, you know what, this person may love it too. And if they don't, then they have their own issues with boundaries. And again, when people can't respect boundaries, then we put in distance if they repeatedly don't respect the boundaries and with the mom Mm -hmm. and the kid conversation, I think it's one of those things where you either just ignore it completely or you just say, mom, this is not a conversation we're having again. And when you bring it up, I'm either Mm going to hang up the phone or leave the room
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. and just get really clear on that. And I, I would love to see you, practice making not impulsive decisions, but faster decisions, meaning go with your gut. Notice when you're in the second guessing and going, you know what? No, I'm clear. I'm not doing the second guessing thing. And how you can test that Mm -hmm. is feel into your body. Like when you feel into your body about having the procedure, the tubal ligation, when you feel into your body about it, what does your body feel?
1: It just feels completely s- still and mm-hmm. just very relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Like there's not chatter. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So that's how you know.
1: Okay. Cause it will stay the same. I mean, cause yeah, I do feel similar feelings. Like when I'm sure of a decision. Um, so yeah, I guess I answered my question there, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. Okay. And just, um, then does it, I mean, with just the practice, I mean, I'm hoping it'll get easier. Yes, it does. Cause you'll get, yeah. Okay. It does. Okay.
0: Not overnight, but it does.
1: Right. Right. But this is something that has been, you know, in my forefront, just, you know, that I've I guess there was some fear there too of, you know, pushing back against people just in general. Cause yeah, I won't lie I'm kind of push over at times. Um, and it just doesn't what do you feel mean good. Push over? So I, it just, um, uh, or get people pleaser. Yeah. People pleaser.
0: Yeah. So know that people pleaser is the little girl who had to have that operating system because it was the only way to manage mom. So have so much compassion for that part of you and let that people pleaser and that little hand inside go, you know what, sweetheart, you're safe. You don't have to take care of this person. It's not mom. It's okay to take care of you Mm -hmm. and just keep reminding yourself that you're safe because that's where the people pleaser is coming from.
1: Okay. Yeah. I figured it had something to do with, with the little
0: one. It usually does. Yes,
1: yes, and I've done I've done your inner child workshops. I've done great. done a lot of work with her, and, and she's she's very very safe and very secure compared to, you know, she used to just run the show all the time. So I've done a lot of work around her. So I'm very excited to know that her and I can can work on that together. Beautiful, because I love working with her. She's so Aww. fun. She is. She is.
0: She is. Yep. you're doing she's great. Fantastic. You're doing great. Thank you. Oh, it's my pleasure. Does this help?
1: It does. Thank you very much. Great.
0: And I acknowledge you for making self-honoring decisions and support you in continuing to.
1: Thank you. That means a lot.
0: My pleasure. My pleasure. Much love to you. Thank you so much, Hannah, for bringing forward a very personal decision on this show and for showing us what really standing in your intuition and your empowerment really looks like. Now, for me, you've heard me on the show. Some people come on and they have made a decision about something and I I, I get curious. I go, I'm going to go, mm, are you sure? But what I really got from Hannah is that she was clear in her choice. And is some of her choice coming from fear? Possibly. But that doesn't make it any less clear of a choice for her, right? She's very, very clear that she doesn't want to have children, right? And it's not really for anybody to challenge. It's not really for anybody to challenge on that. Now, if she, for example, just got out of a relationship with someone who had children and those children were really difficult, and then she's like, oh, I don't ever want children. I'd be like, well, why don't you heal from this relationship, Give yourself some time and then come back to this decision. But she's been very clear since the get go that, that she doesn't. And this is a something that I understand was the best degree of my ability. You know, it took me many years to decide that I wanted children. And people kind of were like, what? You don't know? You're not sure? It was sort of a given that maybe because I'm a woman or maybe because I'm in a nurturing career that I would just want children. But I really thought about it. I really thought, hmm is this something that, that I really deeply desire? And ultimately my answer is yes. I think we all need to be given the respect of our choices. And the thing for Hannah is oftentimes her choices were questioned. And my role as her coach in this short period of time was to support her and really, really trusting her choices and reminding her that if people aren't respecting boundaries, then distance is necessary. And that's an important thing for all of you to hear about boundaries. If people aren't respecting your boundaries, then there needs to be distance. Because you know, if, if you lived in a neighborhood where people always were coming onto your property, you'd have to either build walls or move because people weren't respecting your boundaries. And just because someone is a family member, I've said this many times, just because someone is a family member doesn't give them the right to have unlimited opinions about your life and to know everything about your life. So Hannah was clear. She's clear in her decision. She owes explanation to no one. And that's the other really big takeaway from today's episode. You do not owe anybody an explanation for your decisions. Now, if your decisions directly impact them, like if all of a sudden you want to end a friendship or all of a sudden you're going to move out of a house you share with roommates or change something in a business with the other people you're working with, of course, (laughs) there's some discussion and explanation needed. But if you're making a personal decision that really doesn't impact other people, It's no one's business but yours. So I stand with Hannah and any of you who are making decisions that maybe other people may not understand. Like, if I didn't want children, would I get a tubal ligation? No, probably not. But that doesn't give me a right to have an opinion about Hannah's choices. For her, that gives her safety and security. For me, other things would give me safety and security with my decision. And just because I wouldn't make that decision doesn't mean I'm going to judge someone else's decision. So this goes two ways. We need to respect other people's choices, even if we wouldn't make the same ones. And we need to give ourselves the self-respect to not explain ourselves to anyone else because it's not in their business. So keep out of other people's business, (laughs) keep other people out of your business, listen to your gut. Don't let people's voices be louder than your own intuition. That's one of the ways we drown on our intuition. We let the voices of others be louder than our own voice. It's really hard to hear your own voice if other people's are loud in your head. So turn down the volume or press mute on other people's opinions, judgments, all of that, and turn up the volume of your own inner knowing. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. So much love and many blessings until next time.